Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I strive to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, help one another discover the life God created us for, a life of purpose, peace, and abundance. Welcome to episode 23 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and I'm so happy to be able to say, He is risen. Alleluia, alleluia. This is the greeting that we should be sharing with one another, even if we're not getting out a lot because of the coronavirus pandemic. The reality is that we still need to be sharing the good news actually in spite of the coronavirus pandemic. I'm also pleased to announce as a part of celebrating this Easter season and also in responding to the need out there for us to be having conversations about how we can be moving forward in the aftermath of COVID-19, I am having a Say Yes to Holiness Transformation Online Summit. This is going to be occurring from Tuesday, May 19th through Friday, May 22nd. So make sure to go check out my Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness or go to www.sayyestoholiness.com to find more information. So right now though, go ahead and grab that cup of coffee or head out the door for your walk and let's have a conversation about how we continue to be living out each and every day of this blessed Easter season. Our food for the head this week comes from the rule of St. Benedict. And in it, it says, What page, what passage of the inspired books of the Old and New Testaments is not the truest of guides for human life? What book of the Holy Catholic Fathers does not resoundingly summon us along the true way to reach the Creator? Are you hastening toward your heavenly home? I think that the rule and its question there at the end is how we need to be looking at all things. Are you hastening towards your heavenly home? And that's why we need to be very attentive about where we are turning for wisdom and guidance about how to live out our human life. And the greatest source of that wisdom, of course, is the Word of God found in sacred scripture along with the writings of the Church Fathers that are found in sacred tradition. When we rely upon the pillars of the Church to help guide us and form us and inform us, then we are assured of hastening toward our heavenly home. Now, all of us know that there's tons of different ways to move through our earthly life. There's tons of distractions. There's tons of different things that can draw us away from our focus of seeking out and getting to our heavenly home. So the rule of St. Benedict is beautiful in this instance of asking us the question, are you hastening toward your heavenly home? All of us, regardless of whether or not we acknowledge it, we're moving towards the end of our lives with each and every breath, with each and every day. 
What's important is that are we focused upon where we are going? Or are we kind of lollygaggling along and getting distracted and going here and there and everywhere? Or are we truly focused on the fact that we have been called to eternal life in heaven with our Heavenly Father? Jesus brought us that message, and that is the good news. All of us, through our baptism, are sons and daughters of God the Father. And because of that, our baptismal call is to respond to that invitation to spend eternity with our Heavenly Father. And where should we look for the guidebook? Many times people joke about Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. And there's a lot of validity to that. Where can we find the truest of guides? The Word of God in the Old Testament and New Testament. And what book of the Holy Catholic Fathers isn't summoning us and giving us exactly what we need in order to reach our home with our Creator? So, as we're pondering this week, thinking about where is it that we're seeking out wisdom and guidance to be able to get us to our heavenly home, are you hastening there? Our food for the heart comes from one of those church fathers, St. Cyprian of Carthage. He writes, Persevere in labors that lead to salvation. Always be busy in spiritual actions. In this way, no matter how often the enemy of our souls approaches, no matter how many times he may try to come near us, he'll find our hearts closed and armed against him. Beautiful, beautiful. St. Cyprian reminds us that we should always be busy in spiritual actions. And what is wonderful is, is that we're not just being busy for its own sake, but we're being busy to persevere in labors that lead to our salvation, that help us hasten toward our heavenly home, as the rule of St. Benedict tells us. Persevering in our labors is that no matter what happens, is that we continue on the journey. And what's also important is, is that no matter how often the enemy of our soul approaches, no matter how many times he tries to come near us, he's going to find our hearts closed and armed against him. Why? Because we are putting on the armor of God. St. Paul describes it in Ephesians 6. He talks about the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, that helmet of salvation, and then also our feet being uh, fitted in the gospel of peace. But the final is to pick up the sword of the Spirit. And what is the sword? It's the Word of God. This is where us rooting ourselves in Scripture, in God's Word, that then we have all the protection that we need. We are armed against the evil one. We are armed against Satan. We are armed against the one who desires to try and approach us. 
and to try and draw us away from our Heavenly Father. He tries to draw us away from what is our heavenly home. He tries to distract us. And what happens is that when Satan comes and we are fitted with the armor of God, when he finds the walls of our heart and the windows of our soul protected and well defended, then he will rail against us. Never forget, St. Michael tells us that the enemy is always prowling about like a lion, seeking the ruin of souls. This is why we enlist the help of the angels. This is why we call upon St. Michael. This is why we entrust ourselves to Mary, Our Lady, because with them, they will help us be able to be fitted with the armor of God and to be able to persevere continuously in those labors that lead to our salvation so that Satan will not be able to distract us, Satan will not be able to deter us, and we will be able to persevere in what it is that we need to be about so that we can come to our heavenly home and we can rejoice. This is part of the good news, is that we're not alone. We are not alone. We are surrounded by the communion of saints. We are part of the communion of saints. We must never forget we are not on this journey alone. So whenever we feel that we're, you know, we're, we're just really struggling to persevere, that it might be too much for us to remember, we're not in this alone. And if we put on the armor of God within the communion of saints and we put ourselves and pick up the sword of the, of the spirit, that word of God, and we put ourselves into the care of those who love us, of God, of Our Lady, of our beloved Jesus, we will not falter. We might stumble, we might fall, but we will not falter in the journey to get to our heavenly home. Welcome back. Our food for the hands comes from Dom Lorenzo Scupoli in his book, The Spiritual Combat. And picking up with what we were talking about with putting on the armor of God, I just want to use this quote to be able to help you understand what the process looks like. And he tells us, this is the difference between a journey on earth and that which leads to heaven. For in the former, that journey on earth, not only may we stop without fear of going backward, but rest is necessary that we may sustain our strength to the journey's end. However, in the latter journey, the journey that leads to heaven, which leads to perfection, our growth in strength is proportionate to our advance inasmuch as the inferior appetites which throw all possible obstacles in our path to heaven grow gradually weaker while our good inclinations acquire new strength. Thus, as we advance in piety, our early difficulties fade into the background, and a certain delight with which God sweetens the bitterness of this life increases in our souls 
going cheerfully on from virtue to virtue, we finally reach the summit of the mountain. Wow. What a beautiful description of how it is that our striving along the path towards heaven for that journey which leads to perfection of how we must not stop for fear of going backwards on the spiritual journey if we're not moving forward then we're going backwards now sometimes it might feel like we've regressed that we've gone back you know and this might actually just be more of a reflection of how God is asking of us to seek him more diligently so sometimes people have heard of the dark night of the soul or of the lack of consolations or consolations themselves consolations are designed in order to nourish and sustain us so that when we get to those dry times we're able to recall back to them and to be mindful that God has been faithful before so therefore we should trust and we too be faithful knowing that God will never forget us and that God will always be faithful to his promises so the fact is though is that we need to be striving to move forward that means that we don't take a vacation from our prayer that doesn't you know mean that we can't go on vacation but that means that we still are walking with him in the midst of our recreation remember what recreation is recreate for us to be recreated in God's image this is the essence of what Sabbath is is to be recreated and what we have to do is that we have to take Don Lorenzo's advice and remember that our advance in the spiritual life is going to be proportionate to the strength on the journey so we'll continue to gain strength as we continue to advance and he tells us that if we advance in piety then we're going to be able to cheerfully go from virtue to virtue it's not going to be this slog it's not going to be this terrible onerous oh gosh i got to do this no we will be filled with joy we will be filled with strength and does that mean that it's not going to be challenging absolutely not but we need to keep this vision before us as we are journeying towards perfection this is what God calls us to he gives us what is necessary for us so that the bitterness of life is sweetened so that we will be able to take delight so that those difficulties will fade into the background and we will be able to go cheerfully from virtue to virtue and we will finally reach the summit our food for the feet comes from saint jean marie vienne and he tells us here is a rule for everyday life do not do anything which you cannot offer to God Wow do not do anything which you cannot offer to God talk about giving you a whole new perspective huh 
Do not do anything which you cannot offer to God. What a beautiful way for us to be able to be mindful about constantly seeking to persevere in labors that lead to our salvation. What a beautiful way to be able to guide us in our discernment of daily decision making as to, is this going to help me come closer to to my heavenly home? Is it going to help me hasten more quickly? towards my Heavenly Father, to be able to draw closer to Him, to be able to become more like Jesus. Are these things going to help me do that? Do not do anything which you cannot offer to God. And in that lies the wisdom also of what sacrifice is, of how suffering can play a part in being able to offer everything to God. Because a sacrifice, remember, is whatever it is that we do not like, did not choose, cannot change, and do not understand. When we look at our life, it is full of these things. I know it is for me. How many times I go, Lord, I do not understand what it is or why it is that you want me to do this. But I'm going to trust it. One of my beautiful you know, phrases that I fall back on is, Jesus, <laughs> I trust everything to you. Take care of everything. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, or there's things that I can't change that I have to go about doing. But yet, this is how God helps us be able to bring about not just our redemption, through Him, with Him, in Him, through His grace, by our acceptance, our saying yes to His offer of eternal life, which He won for us on the cross, we then have the ability to help Him bring about the redemption of the world. And how do we do that? In our daily life. In our daily life, by offering up by making sacrifice of all those things that we do not like, did not choose, cannot change, and do not understand. When we do that, we have found our path towards holiness. And again, it's not about drudgery. Rather, it's about the good news. The good news that we are beloved sons and daughters, that we are destined for eternal life in heaven and that sin, darkness, and death are no more. The victory is won. That is the good news of the Easter season. That is what we need to be proclaiming. That is why we should be greeting each other with, He is risen, alleluia, alleluia. And our response should be, He is risen indeed, alleluia, alleluia. So what might be some resolutions that could come from our conversation today? Because I was speaking about hastening toward our heavenly home and how we might do that. Well, one of the resolutions is to look at 
where is it that you're turning for wisdom and guidance for how to live out your earthly life? Where are you turning to? Are you looking towards the Word of God? Are you looking towards the teachings of the church? Or are you looking for the latest and greatest new age whatever, newest way of easy button that we can go about? So that's a resolution. Turn and look, assess, where am I seeking my knowledge and wisdom to be able to live out my earthly life? Is it coming from the right sources? The other is to look at your life, do an assessment. How am I going about doing spiritual actions? Am I being consistent in my prayer? Am I being consistent in coming and frequenting the sacraments in whatever way they may be available to me? Be they confession still in some dioceses are available even in the midst of the coronavirus. Some churches still are not, you know, offering the sacraments. We still don't have um, public mass. We don't have that being celebrated, but we still can receive spiritual communion. So how am I going about my spiritual actions, my prayer, living that life of grace? Am I making a daily resolution like I'm talking about right now? Am I making a resolution in order to grow in virtue? And finally, how am I growing in trust in God's will? Those are all ways that we can be making resolutions. But in a particular way, making sure that you are striving to offer everything to God. Everything. Every thought, every word, every action of your day. Those are some resolutions that you can strive for. Thank you again for joining me for the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I just wanted to reiterate about the upcoming Say Yes to Holiness Transformation Online Summit that you go and check out at Say Yes to Holiness on Facebook or www.sayyestoholiness.com in order to get more information, but that will be where all of the free content is going to be hosted uh, during May 19th through 22nd. Also, there's gonna be an opportunity for you to be able to get access to additional content, live interviews, live uh, guest speaker panels. So if you want to have more of that information, make sure to get onto my email uh, list. And you can do that very simply by just texting, say yes to holiness, all one word, text, say yes to holiness to 66866. Thanks again for joining me. And I look forward to walking on the journey towards holiness with you again next week. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions or questions for upcoming podcasts, please send them to me at my Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness, on Instagram at Christina Simmons, or at my website, www.sayyestoholiness.com. I look forward to hearing from you. In the interim, please know of my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, that we may each continue to strive to do whatever it takes 
in order to grow in holiness so we may be able to tell the master of death not today. Take care and I look forward to talking with you again soon.